The views and opinions expressed by contributors on the Spoon River Gothic podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the position of the host. Material heard on the Spoon River Gothic podcast is intended for adult listeners. This podcast deals with mature topics that may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Spoon River Gothic, narrative of a double homicide. I don't mind. Okay, great. <laughs> I got to wake and bake. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're on record now. Kelly Kurtz, I just need to put it on the recording. It's okay if I record this, right? Um, how you doing today? I am kind of nervous but excited at the same time. Oh, okay. Why are you nervous? Um, because a lot of it is right across the street from me currently. A lot of what? Uh, Fulton County drama. <laughs> oh. Where do you, what do you live across the street from? Um, I like to call it the Methplex. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a triplex on West Pine that is, since I have lived here over the last three years, my husband's lived here for the last nine now, it has been a drug house. Oh, okay. And it is continuously the same people, the same families, the same same circle okay and if you trace this circle this is how i this is how i screwed up i think (laughs) if you trace this circle all the way back it goes i can trace it back to 1996 at least and there were some deaths in and around this area um, that happened over the course of this time that also are connected to the people who come and go from the place across the street. Oh, okay. So you're from Canton? No. <laughs> you're not. When did you when did you move to Canton? I moved to Canton in 2021. Oh, okay. So I am a fresh bird over here. Oh, okay. I gotcha. And I came over here not knowing any of it. Nothing like <laughs> didn't no clue what Spoon River Gothic was, no clue about the Donald Bull murder or, you know. So, I was working through my own things and I opened a pantry on the side of my house. Well, over the course of this time, a lot of the neighbors across the street and their circle started coming around here and I just opened up my ears and started listening. Okay. My, shirt, my porch should be a confessional of what? There's... <laughs> I had I'd actually begged the police to put audio surveillance there and as many times as I had called them or requested the help they would not help me so when I started digging and you know listening and trying to help I noticed that there was no help so why who are you trying to help and why um okay long story short is I am a recovering addict Mm mm-hmm um, Good for meth- you. Methamphetamines was not my game. <laughs> it okay. was my ex's. Um, I was more of a heroin addict. Okay. I was an addict for almost um, seven years. I am 12 years clean. I just 
I've been down the dark road, the been to prison, trying to do better. Did better before, but now I'm in my 40s trying to do it. So I, I just like helping people that don't know what they're doing yet. Like, haven't quite figured it out. Because neither mm-hmm. have I, but at the same time, please don't be 46 years old going, what in hell am I doing with my life? So, I try to just kind of tell them my story and where I've been and help guide them along the way. Of course, because we live in a 4,000 square foot house and we have a lot of empty bedrooms, that means, yes, sometimes I do let them move in with me. <sighs> so... Um, I currently have three recovering addicts living with us now, along with me, my husband, and um, my stepson, who is, we're all adults, we're all over the age of 21 in the house. Um, But it's just kind of our way of utilizing this big space we have to help other people, because Mm -hmm. not... Not everybody has a dime to their name or has the support they need to move forward or get over the hurdle. (laughs) So I dropped myself right in the middle of, oops, I did it. Well, I applaud you for caring about people and doing all that. That is definitely uh, um, takes a lot of uh, courage Mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, especially since... um, I've almost been ran over in my driveway and my life has been threatened many, 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 many times. So is your husband from Canton? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. He's, he's from Iowa. Um, oh, okay. So you guys moved there at the same time? No, actually, believe it or not, we had been following each other around all of our lives, not knowing each other. Oh, um, interesting. And it's to the fact that when I got released from prison this last time, I actually lived in the same apartment that he did in the same town he did 20 years prior. Mm, Small world. It did it really small. So, um, he's actually from Iowa. His late wife passed away in 2020 from lung cancer. And um, we met and we got along really well. Next thing you know, I never left the house. <laughs> so, I mean, it took us a while to get there, but mm-hmm. it became it became my big porch on the corner of mine. <laughs> so, we, we, we've lived here together for the last three, and me being me and pointing out things, I'm showing him a different side of Canton that he did not know exist. Mm, okay. So, um... <clears throat> also, the house is for sale. <laughs> oh, are you going to move? Um, we're thinking about it. Okay. Do you own it's, the house? Yes, we do. Oh. And it's a huge two-story, five-bedroom, three-bath. I call it the McMansion. <laughs> it's so not you, the biggest house, but it's gonna, got some history, too. It was built it in... It sounds like it. I love history. I do a history podcast. Um, oh, so, you love this house. Yeah. So, uh, when was it built? I digress. Oh, okay. So, you're going to move out of Canton? Um, we, we keep saying it, but we haven't gone anywhere. Okay. <laughs> and I, I so I could leave all the people I'm hoping right now, so. Okay. But we so definitely wha- need a smaller space. <laughs> yeah. So why do you, um, why did you reach out to us? 
because I thought that maybe if you knew about one, you'd like to know about them all. Okay. I don't know everything that you've discussed. I swoop in and do interviews for them. That's my specialty as a freelancer. I'm, I interview people. and well, um, This is so- what I've discovered. Okay. Um, I discovered through the Donald Bull case that there was a case that involved um, James Maddox. Okay. And I went through the background and did all like the the criminal research is what I like to call it as far as the cases and whatnot. And then I started connecting people together. And if I had a big map on a wall, mm-hmm. I just put push pins in and go, this one goes to this one, this one goes to this one. I can lay it all out how all of it goes back to Donald Bull and how it's through the court systems that it is being played out the way it is. Um, just like um, there's a lot of cases in Fulton County that haven't been fully prosecuted and will never be fully pro- prosecuted because of who they are, period. That's just the way it is. So very similar to the Donald Bull case, it's who you who you are and who you know in Fulton County. And it, it, it goes back to... I mean, if you really wanted to push it, you could probably push it all the way back to Abraham Lincoln. Oh. And the Davis family. The Davis family? Yes. Who are they? Okay, Davis... The reason I bring up the Davis family is because Chuck Davis was convicted of um, covering up a homicide back in 2015 uh, for James... with James Maddox and um, I can't remember... The other guy's name. I'd have to look in my notes. Um, but his brother Chris is the one that tried to run me over in my driveway. Oh. Um, there was a bunch of stuff going on at my house. I had found out some houses up the street were robbed. Um, that the people who robbed it might be staying here, stashing the stuff here at my house. Um, so I got a little bit more involved than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I to stop it and called the cops what happened was I opened up a girl's door and she had a bunch of stolen stuff in there so I called the cops and I asked the cops hey can you come you know take possession of this stuff well there were so many burglaries that they didn't have the room the opportunity the time the dedication the at want the desire to separate sort and figure out who went with what went with so my front porch was like the evidence locker for a week. Um, and I had to deal with those reclaiming their stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if you know anything about the law, but that's not how you do things. Yeah, right. <laughs> so during this time, another girl came to get some of her stuff because her stuff was robbed during the course of her moving due to her neighbor's apartment being set on fire. I ended up getting um, a lot of her stuff here in this house because I was collecting donations and stuff and everybody was using the guys as my donations to bring in the stolen things. Mm. Well, I figured it out and anyway, she 
I just, I wasn't feeling right that day when she came over, so I started recording. And I recorded her, I mean, just gone 17 sheets to the wind, too high for the sky. Um, and so she, you're talking about the person who uh, had things and had the things in her room. Um, this is one of, no, this is a, well, the girl who had things in the room left. I called the cops. The cops had me sort everything out with those that they knew whose things it was because there was a name on it. So they called that person, told that person to come to my house. That person called another person, told the other person, hey, this stuff is at her house. That person called Chris Davis and said, hey, all this stuff is over at this girl's house. And so is Matt Henderson. I had no idea what was going on at this point in time. Like, I'm freaking clueless. <laughs> and next thing I know, there's a black truck pulling up in my driveway. Two people getting out. Fists being thrown. People being, like, damn near shoved in my coal chute. Um, I'm calling the police. Dude's getting back in his truck trying to leave. I'm like, oh, no, you're not going to do that here on my property. Run like a bitch. No. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't know it was... Chris Davis, I didn't care. Well, apparently I'm supposed to be afraid of the Davis family, according to our very own fire chief. Um, you, you just don't do that. Here. <laughs> um, cops came. I said I wanted to press charges. Cops told me I couldn't press charges. Why? <laughs> because I decided to stand in front of his, or oh, his okay. truck. Which mm-hmm. isn't He's on my property uninvited. I didn't invite him here. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to. They didn't. They didn't like that. I know the law. Mm-hmm. Was willing to enforce it, and they tried to tell me that the body cam audio said I didn't want to press charges. I'm like the whole fucking block heard me say it. Mm-hmm. So I had to file a freedom of information for that because they told me I didn't say it when I know good and well I did. I asked four times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, and then that leads back to the Davis family, right? Okay, so I pissed off the Davis family. Well, the reason the girl came here to, in the first place had to do with fire. I had gotten on video the girl who started the fire admitting to it. So, when I called the police chief, or the fire chief, to show them that information... <clears throat> he told me I didn't know what I was getting myself into and I probably needed to mind my business because the Davis family would fuck me up. So, it got to the point where I was having people park in front of my house at 4.30 in the morning. I was getting calls all throughout the night. People were stalking me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just getting to be ridiculous. Um, I don't know if they thought I was going to be afraid, but I'm, I'm just not. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be uncomfortable with something to be afraid. And death is not something I'm uncomfortable with, so. Okay. (laughs) And in fact, when he was trying to run me over, I told him, I said, I've already made peace with myself. What about you? So, okay, so the Davis family, are they connected in any way to the bull? uh, Yes, in fact. How how are they related? (laughs) Um, if you go back to the Bulls, the Matsons, 
Um, there's also um, a murder that happened in Carthage. Okay. Um, that was a Laura, I believe, Monson, which is McDonough County, but it has to do with um, Fulton County as well, because those families are related. Okay. And if you go back to um, the Bull family and the... Can I pull up a screenshot real quick? Sure. Okay. It's in my photos. Hold on. I just don't want to give you wrong information. Okay, it's the Ramsey case in Carthage. That also coincides with that family. Let me see. Okay. Okay, it's the Ramsey family, the Ramsey case that coincides with the Bull case. Okay. From McDonough County with a Kim Haste. And Kim Haste's kids that were. Um, involved in that case are actually children that live now, adopted and renamed in Bolton County. So that is that goes all the way back to the Bull family. Yeah. How I've put it all together. Yeah, it's a lot of moving parts, and it's a lot to unpack. And I'm, it I don't, is, I'm not familiar with all the names. And I wasn't either, and I just kind of just kept looking and reading and looking and reading. I'm like, how? So I mean, I can, I can, I can definitely put it all down on paper for you. But it goes from, it's not just the Bull case. It's and it's not just Fulton County. It, I can trace it from, at least California. Um, and it is since the late nineties. It's it's been the drug trade that has that has motivated most of these. Okay, so, but they're not discussed around here. Okay, there. And how do you get five years for an accessory? How do you get picked up multiple times? Who, yeah. who are we referring to right now? Like the Davis family. Like I don't, and, and I mean that's that's in connection with the Bull family too. So how far back does it go? Is my question. Yeah. And I'm kind of, you being a, a history buff, as you say, um, I'm kind of curious as well because I could sit there for hours and put this person with this person and this person knew this person mm -hmm. and screenshot that and I mean if it wasn't for the internet now I probably wouldn't have pieced most of what I have together okay okay um and like I said it's it's not just it's not just Fulton County it goes from McDonough to I mean all the way to Southern Illinois and it's the mm -hmm. same families you can trace it all the way back to to the same ones. Okay. And it's it's more than just the bull family. Okay. I said it it it's more than just the bull family, but it does stem from the bull family. And it is okay. it has been that deviant and that 
I want to say backwards <laughs> without it being backwards, you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. we're not, we're not, we're not Alabama. I can say that because I have family there. Okay. But, but yeah, it's, if you didn't know one person was related because of name changes or adoptions or rapes, <laughs> you just wouldn't put it together. Okay. So you never met Donnie. You never met Donna. You never met Janine. No, um, I've never met any of these people. I okay. had just happened to fall into being nosy. Oh, okay. So how did you connect the dots back to the Donald Bull case from the, you know, drug trade that is going on and the families that are related to the dr- drug trade? How did you connect it to um, the Donald Bull case and uh, Donna's murder? Because I kept noticing that things just kept being open cases or not completely closed or not solved or slap on the hand or had it been me? Uh-uh. Had it been anybody else? Mm-hmm. Nobody would have gotten away with what's been gotten away with in Fulton County. Yeah. So what do you and, think happened to Donna? Oh, I think she was murdered. 100%. Well, she was murdered. We know she was murdered, but do you do you think Donald do you think Donald Bull did it? Oh yeah. Oh you do? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I think he did. I think um absolutely think he did that. Um I'm I was sorry, say that again? I said I absolutely think he what he did that that night. I like I said, I wasn't here, I didn't know anything about it. I've just kind of done my research but Mm -hmm. there's that much hiding why wouldn't that be hiding too I mean let's not bring to light what focuses on the people of Fulton County that are the prominent ones so you do think he did it and do you think that he did it for the reasons that they brought out in court that he did it or do you think that there was another um story I don't like to think of why people did it because that puts me in a position of be making a judgment. Okay. Um, and I, I don't own a gavel. Um, I don't like when people make a judgment against me, so mm-hmm. I can't say what was in his head that night or what his thoughts were that day or... Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you his complete mental status at any point in time, and I don't wish anybody to try to do that to me so (laughs) um i'm not i just can't tell you what i what would what i would think would be going through his mind or why i just think that it happened and it's been repeatedly i wouldn't say completely dismissed but well he was convicted Right. He, I mean, I know, I know that, but I mean, I just don't think it was completely processed, investigated. I don't okay. think anything is here. Yeah. I think it was just an easy, okay, let's go. Sorry, sheriff. And then they're a little pissed off sheriff around. So why do you think it wasn't completely investigated? I just think there's more to the story, and if 
I feel like when investigations are done, yeah, if, if they're done appropriately, you can get all the information that you need mm-hmm. without all the, all the drama, all the bullshit, all the appeals, all the trials, all the, the objections. I think if you just sit down and talk to the right people at the right times and don't speed through things, rush, mm-hmm. make rash decisions, that it'll come out. That's an, just like with the appeal. So. He died in jail. Why? Why a bull died in jail? But that's why so many murders, so like, many. Yeah, that's yeah. Because there is, there's quite, there's quite a few, and they don't get processed correctly in Bolton okay. County. Do you think? So, are you saying that it's is it a it's corruption? Is oh, it, for sure. Okay, it's corruption within the police force. Is that what you're um, saying? Not just the police force. It's more. It's more. And I wouldn't say it's county, um, like officials. I would say it's who has the money. Who okay, has who the has money? the money? Who has? I don't know. I'm not from here. Definitely. <laughs> well, do you think it's the Davis family? Do you think? Oh it's... well, I'm, they have drug money, beard and shit. Okay, the Bull family. Are they uh, still players also, in the? Yes. Okay. But yes, they are. Okay. Um, there are still quite a few players from. All the original families. In fact, it was passed from one generation to the next. Okay. So, you, and you have proof of this? It sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I don't like to talk prove or have somebody help me corroborate what I'm saying. Uh huh. Okay. You're cut. You're cutting out again. No, no why. Okay. Could be anything. Something probably is. Between your your mouth and the mic of your phone, <laughs> but it's it's just like it. I like to make sure I have more than a rock to stand on. I like to have okay. a whole piece of ground. Okay. Um, everything I have okay. and everything I've done, the police wouldn't take me seriously. Like. I have had to install cameras and locks and mm. it, it's ridiculous. I've had to get orders of protection. <laughs> Against people? Yeah. Okay. So you're not afraid, obviously. I mean, no. to put yourself out there and um, stand up for what you believe. Correct. Okay. So why do you want to go on the record about this? Because somebody needs to do something about it, and if it takes a book and all of all, of, maybe a series of them to come out, then mm-hmm. you know, let's let me go ahead and give you what I know. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna hide it. I, I'd love to figure it out too. Okay, because it's, it's more than just one. Right. You think it's all related? You think oh, that the corruption oh, yeah. and it's a systemic issue with not just in the police department, but also within the um the what do you call it that branch of the law the justice is it justice judicial judicial judicial. yep it's it's definitely more the judicial side and like i said if you look if you look back to um the davis family which does have everything to do with the bull family because they're related go back um 
they all go back to the Davis family with Abraham Lincoln too. And if you trace the genealogy, which I started to and went, uh, 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 man, that's way too close. (laughs) I, yeah, that's gotta be that family. And then kept going and then, Mm -hmm. yep, sure enough, it is. It's Mm -hmm. that family if you trace it all the way back. Sounds like a pretty significant conspiracy. It's called the Oath Keepers. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. The Oath Keepers. It sounds familiar, though. What are the Oath Keepers? Tell me about that. Um, I don't... I was introduced to them, and not, but not, like, personally just knowing the knowledge of them um, back in, I'd probably say, the early 2000s. Um, and that would be because of some deaths that were taking place over in Peoria County. Okay. Um, the retaliations, um, drugs, white supremacy. It, yeah. So tell me about that. Tell me about the Aryan Nation bikers. Chuck Davis is actually uh, a member. Okay. And that is Chris Davis's brother. He's. How do you how do you know that he's a member? How do you know that? I can't. <laughs> um, he's been a member for a very long time. I used okay. to actually sit in a bar with him a long time okay. ago. A long time ago. Um, with him and a couple of other brothers. Used to be a bar called Goatees in Peoria. Okay. It's not there anymore, but once upon a time, I used to be a wholly different girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Used to run around with that crowd. Um, didn't really pay attention. Young, drunk, didn't really mm-hmm. care. Okay. Not my cup of tea. Had kids. Decided I needed to not sit at the bar instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, didn't really pay attention until I was talking to my friend, and her dad is also a member. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yep, sure, sure is, Kelly. Um, you okay out there? <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> mm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to happen across the information, but I mean, again, I have screenshots that. Yeah, okay. I had no idea. So, and then I didn't know until about two or three weeks ago is when I actually started listening and going, ha ha ha. Wait a second. Maybe they need some more information. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm sure that there's something weird happened. Okay. I am weird. I'm no, weird. no. I was hearing my voice in your. There was. I, I can oh, hear feedback. my voice. Yeah, the feedback. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm hearing that now, but. Um, and that there might be other people that are interested in talking to us. Um, there are. Um. One, one actually lives in my house. Okay, um, but she is very, 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 very scared. Um, what she's sc- What is she scared of? Um, because she's already been picked up in state times and taken to the place of death. The place of death. Yes, it's called the hole. What is that? It is where they put people who go missing. 
or spent too much time talking. Who are they? Who are these people? I, I don't. I don't know the names of the ones that are there now because, again, I didn't know, but I know the most recent ones. And the most recent one they took there was Mindy O'Rourke. Who? Mindy O'Rourke. And is that one of the murders? No. Oh, a missing that's, person? No, no, she's, um, that's one of the people that would be willing to talk, but oh, is okay. afraid to because oh, this is okay. what they've done to her already. Okay, I see what you're and, saying. And I, I know for a fact it was done because I picked her up afterwards. Oh, so you know where this place is? Um, there's several. Oh, okay. And it's called the hole because they're just really open holes that will disintegrate your body in a heartbeat. Naturally. Oh. How does it do that? Um, hog farms. Oh, okay. The blue stores, you know, the big tanks. Okay, I'm not. I've big, heard of I've heard of this, but I'm not really familiar with okay, it. So the big blue tanks are where all the poop goes. Okay. The poop, the poop will disintegrate a human body in less than 24 hours. Oh, okay. I've never heard that before. That's interesting. The I used to work on a farm too, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So. There are several from um, the west side of Illinois to the east side of Illinois that remained unlo- that remain unlocked all- at all times. Okay, so the Davises do they, are they in Canton or Fulton County? Mm-hmm. Are they f- okay? And they're related to the Bull family. Mm-hmm. They're all from this area. Okay, and, and their cousins is is how I think it plays out. Well, I think it's really interesting that you think that Donald Bull did it because that's one of the th- the questions that Corey has been wanting to find out about is, you know, was justice served? So I think what happened, what I think what happened is it brought light to some justice, and now we're going to hide a lot of the bad. Okay. Because, oh my God, it shined a light on it. We don't need the light shining anymore. Can you stop? How did it shine the light on and what specifically? Um... Just that there is bad in, in in Fulton County. And regardless of how much it, it goes unnoticed or unmentioned or undiscussed, it still happens. It's still very active in everyday life around here. Why do you think that is? Because it's corruption all the way down to the soil. So, who would you say is in cahoots? Like, you know, I, I wish I knew. I, I really did. I wish I could figure it out. I mean, I recently just started putting all this together. I'm. I don't have like all the knowledge and years of who who did this and who did that. But okay, not, like I said, they're not buried. They're in tank. Oh, so they've disintegrated. That's why they put them in the hole. Okay, and which which body specifically are we talking about? Um, there's two of people that are missing um, in Fulton County. Okay. And I also said, I don't remember the name okay. because once I put two and two together, it easily came up to four. <laughs> 
And why would they, like, what did they do that caused them to have <laughs> such a dire consequence? I have no idea. Probably pissed somebody off while they were high. Okay. Um, that's pretty much how it is right now. Um, that's why things that's why things are happening the way they are happening around here is because everybody is in the water. So why are you so willing to put your life at risk to talk about these things? I'm going to die one way or another. At least, at least let me go out with a bang. Okay. I mean, it's inevitable, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if everybody's going to look at me and judge me, let, let's let this light shine on everybody else, too. Okay. I mean, the, the world is not innocent. Right. So, I mean, if we're going to say, let's do right with one, let's do right with everybody. Okay. Let's not do this whole, she said, he said bullshit, or right. I'm going to cover up for you because I have more money than you. Let's just use the system the way it's intended to be used. You know, there's a meth trafficking, there's a meth house across the street from you. The Davis family is somehow involved. They're related to Donald Bull. You think Donald Bull did it. Um, and that that case shined a light on the corruption in the system there and the, the issues, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I want, do you have an example? Um, I could probably pull a lot of footage for you from the cameras and send you quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, like I said, we ended up putting um, cameras and audio out on the porch. So a lot of um, what I can tell you generally is recorded by... It's recorded because somebody else had said it. Okay. So give so, me an example and then um, send me the footage. Yeah. Like Shelly um, Wheeler, who is one of the adopted children from one of the other cases, um, is actually biologically related to the Davis family. Okay. She lived here in my house. She is the one I had to get in order of protection against. She is the one that told me um, who the bodies were on the video and where they are. She didn't say which hole, I don't believe, because there's so many to choose from. But she also was the one telling the Davis family um, things about my family that nobody else would have known or had any easy way of knowing. Um, yeah, I have a lot of her and Mindy and another girl named Mindy talking on my porch okay my, my porch is confessional that's interesting do people know that they're recorded oh yeah it says audio and video recording on my porch okay because i had the pantry there uh, okay but you don't so. have the pantry anymore actually I, th I threw it all the way in a tantrum last week <laughs> oh. I, have, I have most of the stuff but i may have thrown a tantrum last weekend so it's a food pantry is that what it is well, it started out as food, but now it's in everything. Oh, okay. Um, I have things in my garage, like clothes. Pe people 
some things that no- normally would like go to Goodwill or thrift stores. Instead of doing that, where people make profits off of it, we just re- recycle it through the community. Oh, okay. And so, how how do people? Is there a name for your pantry? <laughs> LF Pop Little Free Pantry on Pine. So yeah, it's all community driven. The only thing that it is costing me is my sanity. I mean, my my regular bills. <laughs> your your what? My sanity. I mean, my regular bills. <laughs> oh, okay. So, how do you sustain yourself? Do you work or? Um, I'm actually on my second application for disability. Um, oh, okay. They're reconsidering my medical, which is a good thing because <laughs> I can't feel my hands right now. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. The families go back to the Donald Bull family. And I think if they're all still sitting in the same situations or spaces that they were, then it, it, it's still going to continue. We're still going to cover. We're still going to try to hide things, and mm-hmm. things aren't. So, what do you think about Donna? What do you think about her story and like who she was? I think there's more to it than what is out there. I, I just have this feeling of we want things to look good. But let's not talk about. Things. So give me, give me, give me an example of with with regards to Donna specifically. Just, what do you think? There's more that we're not seeing, or that I we, think there's more to her personal life, to where she was, what she was doing. I think that not everybody is aware because I can tell you right now, not everybody is aware of what I do. Yeah, and I'm a pretty open honest person so I just think that there may have been a few secrets that she didn't share that may have presented this happening to her um, right. I think she has she might have been a little bit more of a risk taker than she wanted to admit or anybody mm-hmm. else wants to admit because I am and i I think in order to put yourself in that in any position like that would be considered risky, no matter where you lived and what year. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think that her death was related to the corruption in Canton? Um, I don't think it was related to. I think it was a product of. Okay. Um, the Ramsey case case was also sentenced to death and it was revoked with the governor's um, revocation so it's it happened all at the same time and what happened with Ramsey then um I I don't know what was Ramsey convicted of was it Um, oops sorry Sorry, hold on just a second. I think he was convicted of murdering. I know he was convicted of murdering Laura Monson and then another girl. Um, can't think of her name right now. I'd, ha- I'd have to go look on the thing, but uh, yeah, he was convicted of murdering two people and then attempted murder of two children. Um, and it was also 
pulled back his death penalty was. So, but he didn't die in prison. I, I'm not sure what, what his status is right off the top of my head. I don't okay. know if it's still going court or, um, but that also happened at the same time. Do you um, think he did it? Oh yeah, I'm absolutely certain that man did it. What? Um, what makes you so sure? He admitted it. Oh, okay, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he's admitted it. Um, he tried to make it a little bit lighter than what he actually did, but it was it was pretty brutal. <laughs> um, another one of those things that you know, and then the children who actually survived that were adopted in into a family in Canton. Okay, and, so, the, and the murder happened in Canton. No, the murder happened in McDonough County. Um, Carthage. So, oh, okay. So, he was a part of that statewide, I can't think of the name of it, when they basically let everybody off death row. Yes, yes. But the children from that case were adopted into a family in Canton. So, what happened to the children? What what was, it was attempted murder of the children? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, um, they were given to their biological father. Um, who fucked shit up and had known through court cases people in high places. What do you mean he fucked shit up? <laughs> um, he was a heroin addict. Um, got in trouble with the law a lot. Uh, just couldn't take care of the kids. And then what happened to the kids? Um, they were adopted. Oh, okay. But were they part of this case of the guy who was convicted of murder and attempted murder? Yes. Who did he murder then? And were they um, re was that person related to the kids? So Laura Monson, she was a 16-year-old girl. Okay. And then another another girl um, from like, I think it's Iowa, right there in Iowa. Um, he went to like two different cities, two different towns to murder. And um, he tried to kill those two kids as well? Correct. And Who were in the care of their father at the time? Um, no, they were in the care of their mother. But, um... The mother died, I believe. And the father got him. Yeah, it was the mother that died. And then the father got him. And then the father moved back to Chicago and had people in high places up there who adopted them. And those kids ended up coming back here. Okay, so they're in Canton. Yes. And a part, well, how, how and a part of how, that circle. How did he murder um, the 16-year-old and the other? I believe one? he choked, he choked um, the 16-year-old and put her in a grain bin. And that was Laura. After, yeah, after he sexually assaulted her. Okay. So um, did he sexually assault the two children that you're saying right now? I, I don't think so. Oh. I think that he just, um, that he just, uh, tried to silence them because they could identify him. Oh, so they witnessed the murder or something? Mm hmm Yeah. Justice is not served very well in this county. At okay. all. I mean, I can't even... How So how would, in that case, justice be served? The, the well, as far as the Laura? Yes. Well, 
I would say for the children in general. I mean, justice goes down further than more than just the person that it affects. The, mm-hmm. the person that I would say the person that died, it, it affects more than just that person. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you can get justice for that person, but you can't get justice for the children who don't even know what what would what justice would feel like because they've never been told the truth their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. with all the with all the lies and hidden stuff. I mean. And there's never really going to be justice in this town or in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because nobody can tell the truth. Do you think that talking to us is going to cha- help to change that somehow? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish. I mean, uh, and unless somehow this goes to like Good Morning America or like USA Today or something, you know, real big and explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just going to continue, sadly. Mm. Gothic is a production of Lone Bird Media in association with CZ Studio and Radio Verite. The show is produced by August Olson, editing, directing, and producing by Corey Zimmerman, audio mastering and engineering by E Mastered. Research is done by Anne Marie Cannon, Chelsea Mesa, and me, Jinra Illustrissimo. Spoon River Gothic is written and hosted by Corey Zimmerman. You can follow the show at czstudio.works and read the blog at spoonrivergothic.com. Show some love by leaving us a rating or review on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for the next episode as we dive deeper into the Donald Bull case. Thank you for listening. This is Spoon River Gothic, narrative of a double homicide.